Nerdwatch Podcast. I, of course, am G Money, and I am joined by my good friends, my best pals, and uh, no, I'm just an embellishment going no, on. No, there's there, a buddy. lot of embellishment. I'm no, sorry. Let me dial that let back. Me, let me dial that back just a little Make bit. It believable. My uh, my my cast, my known acquaintances. My known acquaintances. <laughs> my castmates. I talk I'm to not them to all. you if I pass you on the street. <laughs> That's, That's right. About it. I talk really. to them, but once a week, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Nerd Watch Cast. And uh, to my far left, Get it, it all is out, uh, the man <laughs> who is headed to Amazing <laughs> Vegas Super Con uh, and is bringing a lot of comic books with him, including the Kakui. Project and Disco Thundergroove Bone. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the artist extraordinaire, the independent comic book artist and comic book snob. It is Todd Bernardi in the house tonight. Ooh. Yes. I'm, he's my favorite. I'm, I'm not a snob. Um, oh. I think you are. Hey, oh. do you like anything from Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> I liked, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's underground. It's, you know, way back. Epic Illustrated. Oh, so, wait, wait, what was it? What did you say Marvel, it was? When they were ashamed of being Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Epic Illustrated? Yeah, Epic they, Illu- they yeah, The first issue's cover was done by Frank Frazetta. Wow. Mm. They, and that um, that was where the uh, the Mobius Silver Surfer comic strip was. Um, their comic Which eventually novel. became a two-issue yeah. graphic novel. I think that, yeah, I think they they did like the first. Which is a beautiful concept. Like, looking back and reading on it, I can yeah. see why it kind of fell on its face when it came out, but... This yeah, intro turns classic, very hipster yeah. and uh, informational this, at the same time. We're supposed to talk about comics, right? <laughs> this Not convers- the intro. This conversation <laughs> bores me. Also joining us tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, the man we call the horror aficionado, the punk rock superstar, and the man who is just about to get out of here and go back to Napili. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Gannon. He's in the house tonight. Gannon. Yes. Yes, Gannon's here. here. Also joining us tonight, standing in for the Cinnamon Scallop. He is also my cinema soulmate, my hetero life mate. He is also the professor of cinema and standing in as the master of hard media. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Professor Barry in the house tonight. Wow. Professor Barry's here. So many titles flying around. We got know, legit. Damn. Oh, by the way, did can't I, you just say like the person's name? Can I? Can I you also? Know how much content we could get through if there was just like <laughs> I know, right? a name and then Gannon, Todd, Barry. Look, he just Format. did it. Leave did I up. also mention so Professor, Professor Barry is the, uh, the man who is the founder of uh, the Hawaii Film Critics Society as well? Yeah, you, said yeah, that, you yeah. did mention yeah. it a handful you of times. You can check it out at highfilmcriticsociety.org. It's amazing. Also joining us it's tonight. Amazing because you're a member. That's why. That's <laughs> that is true. That, that's why you that's mention it every Hawaii, time. That's what makes is the Hawaii. Like, is he like the Allison Mack to your Nexium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know who makes the Hawaii Film Critics Society see the brand. so special. Where's the brand? Me. Anyway, moving on. Full disclosure, <laughs> he wasn't actually part of the Film Critics Society for a full two months. That's true, it's true, it wasn't. And he was like, why, 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 how come I'm not part of the group yet? First of all, I didn't part? sound like that. What I said was, why wasn't I part of the group yet? That's what I sounded like, Format. Anyway, also joining us, he is the uh, he is uh, our gaming guru, the master and that's character. it. He is Format in the house tonight. <laughs> and last. I like Format. But certainly, not least. He He's is the chairman character. of the comic book board. Podcast. He is uh, the godfather of comic books. And thanks to Maui News, he is now the comic master. Bow down. And I don't know who he is um, <laughs> because they misspelled his name in the paper. But ladies and gentlemen, you only know him better page. as Dr. Daddy I, Leaks in the house. I'm Woo-hoo! only called a doctor on a yes, podcast. Between the Sheiks with Dr. I'm not a Daddy doctor. Leaks. Stop it. Yeah, so, uh, You're not a medical doctor. No, you're not a medical doctor. I'm not a any doctor. Let, you're just, you're just. A d- you wear aprons and gloves. Let's you're discuss. A, you're, a, you're a love doctor. <laughs> so do people who milk oh, cows. You're like Dr. Dre. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has a degree. <laughs> okay, maybe not. No, he doesn't Does have a degree. Okay? You have a degree. Yeah. Well, so I got to know something. So let, let's start with you, uh, not Professor Barry, but let's start with you, uh, Dr. Leakes. You made the news to Maui News. They wanted to uh, do a. What would, what do they call it? Was, those? It's a series they uh, do called, called Neighbors. They call it an expose. <laughs> an expose. <laughs> <laughs> so Maui News ran a centerfold, and they <laughs> and uh, also he was you were on a you were on a puppet show, weren't you? I uh, what? <laughs> you were on a puppet show. Yes, I was. See? It's just a weird way to put it. It's, you're on a puppet. It's show. It's called Wilson and Friends. Oh, good. It's put on by the same people who put together the Maui Slay. Show us where the bad man touched. You, you, you yeah. ever see the the puppeteering in the movie Bruno? Yeah, watch that. Oh man, yeah. man. 
<laughs> oh gosh! So how did uh, how did uh, everybody take to your uh, to your Maui news uh, article? I was surprised. I woke up to it first thing. My grandma shows me the paper. Mm-hmm. Everybody's hey, you're in the paper today. That There's was an old photo. By I want to go get my copy. Yeah. They, I gave them three new photos in one old photo. They used the one old one. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I went and got like my coffee at the gas station. Like like he's the paper. I got immediately bummed out. <laughs> That I'm the comic master. What made me feel better, though, when I did see it after, because uh, I was bummed out like you were, when I saw that uh, it was Alika Sakai, I was very excited. It's Seiki. Seiki. There's an extra eye in yeah, there. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It just it's, it's just, uh, just made me feel good. Wait, that's not how you spell your name? That's, oh. <laughs> but, um, you know, while we're on comics Are right they now, running a correction? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> On the um, front page. On the front page. But also, they, we talked about the Maui Comic Con, so I just wanted to give a shout-out to Ken Gardner, the co-organizer of the Maui Comic Con. Yes. Um, but also, while we're on comics, because we just got a package from Kaimana Yamada, who's in the chat. Um, he's on Oahu right now, but he just made this comic book. Gamma Dice. Gamma Dice. That's getting that some attention from some folks. It's basically what happened if the missile alert actually oh, wow. happened. Wow. <laughs> well, it did happen. It. I mean, but, you know, <laughs> a missile came afterwards. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, Kaimana Yamada, uh, big shout-out to him, by the way. Cause he What? He wrote a very heartfelt letter along with the original art he did for the Nerdwatch, which he Shut your mouth. No, this is mine. I'm oh, keeping this. shut You're your mouth. You better make a reproduction of this because I want one. But yes. I want to read yeah, you guys you a letter. Xerox copy? You want to read a letter? Yeah, Xerox copy this. I'm I uh, I want to read this because it makes you guys sound really uh It looks like a really long letter. Oh, not, I go use the bathroom? All right. Uh, <laughs> no. Hey, guys, I want you to have these. He's talking about the art pieces. It's t- and it's mine. It's not yours. Uh, I know you guys don't know me, but I'm from Maui. Grew up in Lahaina. Grad Lahaina Luna, class of 96. I moved to Oahu 10 years ago to help my girlfriend out with her kids and her family, but I often get homesick. Watching Nerdwatch helps me with that homesickness. Though it's like that for an hour and a half or so, I get to chill out with old friends and get my, my Maui vibe fix. Um, Wahoo is so different. Couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could move back home, but I have obligations and responsibilities out here. Got a steady job. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is a long letter. <laughs> just read it. Come I on. just printed my first comic, Gamma Dice, and I want you um, to sell it and keep it uh, the proceeds for the Nerdwatch podcast. Oh. Um, wow. Too bad I've every cast member of the Nerdwatch just actually just wanted the comic to read. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a great gift, Kai. So thank you very much. Yeah, we appreciate you, that. You. Everybody is really liking the comic, by the way. And it's a great concept. Um, he's also enclosed some original art. Um, and he made... Uh... Oh, that is yours, Todd. Okay. I, we... I've also enclosed a sketch I meant to send Todd a while back. Oh, I thought I was keeping it. It's yours. <laughs> I totally, I, I let him look at it, and then I put it back in the drawer. What is that? Is it this sketch? Is no, this he one? did a sketch of uh, Kukui Project. Oh, the... I saw that. I saw that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted that online. Nice. But nice. thank you so much, Kaimana Yamana, there is for all of that. There is one mission in this group. Well, who? Because it seems that everybody is here but Sean. So That's because he's or silent. Swan. Because Kai's here. Yeah. Well, I guess you're right, Swan too. So that's two people that are missing. They're behind the group, but you gotta. They're underst- the backbone that you made the watch work. The, for the period of time that Kaimano was watching the podcast, those he's, are all the characters that were. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he started episode one. Where's Digit? That's true. That's true. But anyway, Kaimani Yamada, very talented artist. Yes. Yeah, if you guys you, see Gamma you. Dice, so everybody good, rave reviews. People now are that loving it. I'm looking it. at this art closer. You look. Crazily overpowered, Alika. <laughs> oh, I own Brian all got of you. The Wolverine claws, I've got a Wolverine claw and the ring. Infinity Gauntlet. Don't even look at me, Crooked. You've got the Green Lantern ring. I will too. slice and dice you to shreds. <laughs> cable's eye. That's right. Is this your axe? This has got to be your axe. I'm guessing, right? Well, it is a guitar. If you look. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that's my big hand. I'm guessing, right? No. Mm, I think so. Yeah, no. Hey, John Murakami, also in the chat. Hey, look, you guys. This is very interesting. Pod, you talking about a drawing that people can't see? <laughs> but Show thank everybody. you very much, Kaimana Yamada, Show for everybody. that 
for Gamma Dice for the yeah, drawing for the you. kind words. I can't words. wait to read this. Yeah, I think it's great. It there. Yeah. Anyway, check it out. It's on the Nerdwatch, um, Nerdwatch Facebook page, facebook.com slash Nerdwatch. You want to take a look at uh, Kaimana's amazing art. And uh, thank you for supporting us. And uh, thank you for allowing us to be your inspiration for such a wonderful, wonderful drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have you near me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just sorry. Whatever that was, please, please don't. I want to have you hear me say it. Whatever that was, please don't do that again. <laughs> this is Nerdwatch the Musical. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, uh, let's uh, check in with... Uh, Better than Grease 2. Mm, yes. Doubtful. I yes. uh, want to send a big shout-out, of course, to our good friends right here at Maui Comics and Collectibles. New Every single Wednesday is New Comic oh, Book okay. Wednesday, so let's get right like, to what? it, shall we? Let's see what's new oh this God, week. Oh, my God, it's Daddy Leaks. Tell me about the comic books like the sexy man God you are. <laughs> All right. Is that, <laughs> Wait a is minute. It done? It's not done yet. Is Siri done coming on to me? Not yet. <laughs> In the world of the comic books. All right. I, I chose not to put all that in there. Bane Conquest, number 12 of 12. Finally, mm-hmm. Bane. Chuck Dixon, your character, coming to an end. Thank God. Nice. He's a conservative creator. That's yes! why I hate him. Yes. No, all right. Kidding. He's a great. <laughs> what is Chuck he Dixon? Is, <laughs> Dixon. Oh. Um, <laughs> Batgirl, number 24. I didn't say it. <laughs> Uh, Black Cloud number ten, Black Panther number two, Black Wood number two of four. Ha, so much. I was just Elba book. There, <laughs> so much blackness. Charlie's Angels number one. There's a comic of Charlie's Angels coming out. Number one. Number one. First ever. Deadpool Assassin number two of six. Descender <laughs> number thirty one. Hold that for That's Todd. That's a dirty, stinky, independent book. <laughs> uh, Detective Comics number nine eighty three. Ninety three. Uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number 47, which apparently is coming to an end soon. Um, oh. <laughs> Hunt for Wolverine Mystery of Madripoor, number 204. Nice. Uh, you know how we love them Wolverine crossovers. Lumberjanes, number 51. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Man of Steel, number 5 of 6. Yeah. Almost coming to a close of Brian Michael Bendis' first Superman story arc. I, I speak Wait, of 5 of 6 already? Yeah. I saw. I, I haven't I, even read the first one. <laughs> I, I just rewatched. It's, a week, it's been a weekly. I just rewatched Man of Steel. It's a movie. Uh, it's epic. Really, it's so <laughs> it good. good? It's you can't so use good. that word is for the, a DC is the Bendis cinematic. Superman run good. Yes, people have been really reviewing oh, okay. it well. Uh, the trunks are back. I didn't realize it was done already. The movie is great. It's though. been it's been a weekly, so they they kind of just pumped it out. Oh yeah. man, um, Barry's rewatching it. He knows that he changed his mind. And instant how much he classic. Loves it. Speaking, hey, <laughs> we're gonna have a giveaway. Speaking of DC cinematic masterpieces, uh, <laughs> an extra large Here's size. Here's something he had lying around in a box for a couple of years. <laughs> sublimated T-shirt. Of suicide is brand new though, unused ever. I but promise. I was right; it was just sitting around a sitting box. Sitting around the box. Uh, the I only person to give it away closer to the movie. Uh, this uh, is a Suicide Squad man. shirt, I guess, that you're giving away. Uh, worn oh. only. Oh. Look at that. Worn only once by Margot Robbie. Um, <laughs> you wish. <laughs> he tie dyed it himself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. On with the comic list. It looks like it's got shishi stains on it. Actually, mm-hmm. it doesn't. That's it's called sublimation. Isn't that just a nice way to say it's got shishi stains Be, on it? Become cultured. No. Um, Come Marvel 2-in-1, <laughs> number 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mira, Queen of Atlantis, number 5 of 6. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, number 32. Oh, a lot of these things are running uh, running down there. Moon Knight, number 196. People say that about Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I don't think that's still going strong. Um, mm. Ms. Marvel, number 31. Multiple Man, number 105. Yes! That one's going to be that an one. awesome story to get Can't into. Can't wait. Uh, old Is that man. multiple man movie happening with what's his face? Oh, I don't, oh, know. Yeah. I don't care. There's I'm supposed to be an R-rated Franco James Franco. Oh, that's it, James movie. Franco. I would watch it, but I, I love screw. the character. I mean, yeah, Jimmy Madrox is dope. She stained shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nobody's gonna want to win. Um, Raven, or maybe they will. I might have to judge them for that. Raven, Daughter of Darkness, number 6 of 12. Uh, Realm, number 7, an image book. Uh, Rick and Morty, number 39. Nice. Uh, Sex Criminals, number 25. Uh, I think that's about you. When they have sex, they stop and they rob banks. 
It's not filthy like you want it to be. It's not about you and your. No, it's daily. not about. It's not about you know. <laughs> it's not. It's not about. It's not about my. I don't high know what Matt Fraction's on, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. Matt Fraction is <laughs> great. He's awesome. Is he going to be writing Spider-Man soon? Is he? Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, no, he's on Chip Spectacular, was. right? With well, Chip Chip Starsky is doing the art uh, on Spectacular. Uh, he's writing. Oh, he's Peter, writing. He's it. writing Peter Parker. Peter Parker, yeah. And he's writing. He's writing uh, Marvel Two and One. Nice. What? Which Walden Wong had just recently inked. Speaking of Walden Wong, Theo Lee has joined us in the chat as Woo! well as Genesis Maya. Theo Lee. Genesis Maya is also in the Man. Facebook live chat, and All so the is came out and tonight. so is uh, Lady Gannon. Spider-Man is not a criminal sex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, Venom. Why did you do it backwards? Venom. Venom. Number three. Nice. Venom number three. Wakanda Forever, Amazing Spider-Man, number one of three. Mm-hmm. Not sure what that well, one's about. Wakanda Forever, It's like a double crossover times nine. Nice. Uh, uh-huh. Wonder Woman, number 49. 49. Uh, Wicked and Divine, number 37. 37. And X-Men Blue, number 30. Wicked and Divine sounds like a John Waters comic book. Wakanda Forever. <laughs> you I haven't read it. it. <laughs> I know. You should read it. Fix your mic on the bottom. What'd you say? Every does that work better? Yeah, better, better. Every ninety years, the gods come back, mm-hmm. and the, this this time around, they're like celebrities, mm-hmm. and they're trying to. Some of them are trying to stop the apocalypse, and mm-hmm. some of them. Oh, okay. Well, watch your mic. So he does not know how to read. <laughs> what are you talking you about? I know you, That's good, right? There. English? You should read it. English is good. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Is it really? Uh, I didn't realize it was that long, like a running uh, series. Series, yeah. Nice. All I right. caught it. Like I caught it in um, in like low numbers, but mm. it, apparently it was like a second version of the run. Nice. Yeah, I I've read I read like the first four or five volumes of it, and it was it's really good. Okay, uh, cool. Jamie Mc- Oh, I don't know any of those people, but I know yeah. the book's good. So, yeah. like so, Comic Master, tell us what degrading, horrible thing we have to do to win this suicide. So, if you want to win this extra large Suicide Squad sublimated T-shirt, worn once by Margot Robbie, it was never worn by Margot Robbie. <laughs> it's very eye catching. All you have to do is in the chat. In the chat, all you have to do is say, "I liked the Suicide Squad movie." <laughs> And then we've got you the for first, life. The first person to say that in the chat. And then... Uh, I'm going to have this t-shirt for a long time. If they can uh, message me their address, I'll send it out to them. But yeah, anybody Our at all. Our just died. <laughs> Seriously, nobody right. wants to win that. Our life oh, yeah, just terrible. Nobody wants the Shishi shirt. Yeah, nobody wants to win the Suicide Squad shirt. What size is this? I was told it's extra large. It's extra large. Genesis <laughs> yeah, is like, so you want us to lie? Hey, everybody. What if we each wiped our face on it? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes Suicide Squad. Really? What if I told you that Margot Robbie actually wore it twice? All right, I got a backup. I got a backup. <laughs> this one is this year's Mike Allred's designed free comic book day t-shirt. There we go. All you have to do is say, I like anything. Suicide that Squad. <laughs> I like anything that Mike Allred has done better than the Suicide Squad. Wow. Movie. Oh, well, well, be easy. Why don't you make them say I I like Suicide Squad? Mm-hmm. Because no, nobody's going to say that. <laughs> That's the obvious. Point. I love it. Rodney's like pass on the shirt. shirt. They have to say they like the Suicide Squad. All right. Well, uh, ta- uh, f- uh, what the one and only Alika will be paying attention to the chat for that. Uh, you guys, of course, can check out Maui Comics and Collectibles right here at 115 South Oka Avenue every single Wednesday for New Comic Book Wednesday. And, of course, want to send a big shout-out to uh, Rex and Arthur of Game Over Comics in Lahaina. Hey, That's it's Chris and Aaron. Mm, Chris and Aaron. Rex and Arthur. Just ask for them and tell them the Nerdwatch sent you. In Lahaina, it's Game Over Comics. With Rex and I think and technically Arthur. Francine got it. Did Francine get it? Kind of. Alika likes the Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of gets it. It won an Oscar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it did. Oscar yeah. award winning movie. And Zootopia won that year, too. You're absolutely right. All right, yeah. I hate that point. <laughs> <laughs> Two Oscars cancel each other That's out That's true, year. it does. It totally does. Anyway, we're here tonight to talk about a film starring the wonderful Chris Pratt. And and the and the the kind of lovable Bryce Dallas Howard. Kind uh, of, she's kind really? of lovable. The kind of vapid. Oh, yeah. I, I think. think well, I don't know. Ever since Jessica Chastain came on the scene, she's kind of stolen her thunder. 
Don't you think? It's kind of no. different actresses. I don't think yeah, she ever had Yeah, but they look the same, though. Not I, that they, much. Look the same? They kind of do. That's racist. Why? <laughs> what do you, wow. What do you got against female Opie? <laughs> I have nothing. Nothing, I've got nothing against Fopey. <laughs> nothing at all. But uh, this weekend, uh, the majority of us saw uh, the that new sounds film, like a tentacle porn. Jurassic World Fallen Fopey. Kingdom. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Oh, hey, Daniel hey, says Bryce Dallas Howard is prettier than Jessica Chastain. I agree. Wow. All Big right. Fan. All right. Mm-hmm. That's only because you want to get in the good graces of her dad, Ron Howard. He's the guy who directed Solo. Director of you know. Solo. Yeah, Solo, you know. I'm That's... a fan of hers. I'm a genuine Bryce Dallas Howard fan. Really? Was it uh, Was it her stirring performance in uh, in that movie with uh, directed Jurassic by Park? <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> The first one, yeah, The Village. Yeah. The, villi- yeah. the Village, and she did this movie called Mandalay, which I thought she, she was really good in that. I never watched Mandalay. It's great. Oh, so You'd love that's it. Why you, that's you why, think that's you why think. I think the way I think, I guess. But I love Jessica Chastain, but I do like me some... Don't compare <laughs> the two. That's awful. I'm sorry. I love like, Bryce Dallas There's only two redheads in the I, world. I just couldn't tell which one was which. Anyway... By the um, way, just keeping up with the chat, I think Walden Wong won the Mike Allred shirt, so I'll message him. Hey, all right, all right. I'm in contact with the fellow. We get Walden Wong art. We give him some uh, free comic book day t-shirt. <laughs> Even trade. Done deal. <laughs> all right, so uh, uh, Jurassic World, uh, The Fallen Kingdom, uh, we saw it. And uh, we're going to review it right here on the show. Professor oh, Barry, myself, Dr. Leaks, did you watch it? No, I uh, you did not see it. Well, let's get right to it, shall we? Uh, let's go to uh, uh, let's go to man scene first, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, the second film in the new Jurassic Park. I'm assuming trilogy. World is what I'm guessing. You gonna skip me? World. No, I'm Jurassic not skipping World. you. I'm just starting with him. See, look, he's getting tired. Oh, what? what? Yeah, happened? shut your face. All right, so. Uh, man scene. Question and then tell him shut his face. Man scene. Uh, what did you think of? Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Didn't I already review it last week? Not really, but now that you can reveal a little more and you saw it with the rest of the boys. Hey, the boys? What uh, What did you think? Is that how I'm supposed to say it? Very straight. No, okay, is that street? Yeah, right, your cool. street cred is through the roof right now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it, had a lot of good, it had a lot of good moments, but it's otherwise a mess. Good moments. What good moments were, were, would you be speaking uh, of? There's, he really likes to build on the fear. Mm-hmm. So there's some pretty fr- frightful moments with, with the dinosaurs. And you mean like J.A. Bayona? Yes. and um, But he's, he's counterbalancing that with even, I mean, watching it the second time, I, like I didn't, it didn't really dawn on me how stupid the characters are, which mm. I know you need them to be to a certain extent. True. Because if not, you don't have a movie. Mm-hmm. But watching it the second time around, I was realizing it's like, this really is insultingly dumb in a lot of places. Mm. But um, overall, I liked it because it, out of all the movies, it was actually the ballsiest to try something different. Fair enough. Ooh. But it def- like I said before, it definitely Ballsy. exists only to have the next movie. Like They're clearly more interested in what the next movie is. They just need to get to get that to there. point. Right. Which is obviously what the middle chapter is for. But it's so hastily done to get to the movie that they'd rather be doing next. Question. Here's the question for me. For you, um, Chris Pratt, does his charm uh, make up for the negatives in this film? He doesn't seem as strong as he did in the first one to me. I agree. Yeah. Like, he seems... His character seems to be more brushstrokey yeah. than, than he was. I mean, there's not a lot of character development for him in the first movie either, but it it, it just seems like he's there. Right. Does he ride blue? No. Um, what do you mean by this that? movie, then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Blue was ever meant to be ridden. Road. She's untamable. Riding. Roden. Blue's untamable. Rowed. Rowed. So overall, though, um, (laughs) that's a Black Sheep reference, by the way. Good stuff. It's it's a movie where I was just like, all right, I can't wait to see what they do next. Right. But the movie that we got in the middle was just like, eh. Because it felt like it could have been two movies in and of itself. Lasers. Like a Mm. lot going on. But a lot of it just kind of hastily thrown together in one story. Right. I guess is the best way I can put it. Right. Yeah. And Jurassic so, space. So that, for you, kind of took away from any of the charm or well, what could have been. It's not the first Jurassic Park. I mean, Jurassic World made its attempt to be to recreate that feeling of the first Jurassic Park. Right, right, right. This, right. One, this one feels more in spiritually in tone to Lost World. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, half of it's going back to the other to go get dinosaurs. But again, it just kind of... 
brushes across everything that you would need to see in order to buy into them taking all these dinosaurs off the island. Right. You only really ever see them go get one. Right. But they managed to get like 30 or something like that. Right, right, And right. you're just like, wow, there's, there's a lot going on that you didn't see, but there doesn't seem to be as many people necessary to get all... You know what I mean? Like, So just kind of they, they just kind of rush through all the details just to get to the point where, you know, spoiler alert, they get right. the dinosaurs off the island and right. what happens from there is what the third movie is going to entail. Right. Uh, Todd? Uh, hold that mic uh, like you stole it at the very bottom Press so I don't lose any of you. Yeah, and uh, tell me, you were sitting in the front row. Uh, not the front row, but you were sitting in front of me. And um, uh, I was watching you watch the <laughs> movie. How did it movie. feel with G breathing how in did, your how neck? How did it feel with me breathing <laughs> down your neck? Was, I didn't, it, was it I, warm? It, would, I didn't, it was okay. I just didn't know why you had to keep tonguing my ear. <laughs> How can you not? Uh, well, uh, the chat wants to know if the sequel is going to be Dino Riders. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Uh, is it? We'll we'll get to that. Don't be ambiguous. So, uh, how uh, is it or isn't it? How would you know? How how hot was uh, the Dino action of uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom? Is I? Yeah, you don't sound want, too impressed. Well, I just wanted to see more dinosaur on dinosaur stuff, right? Because at the end of Jurassic but they're all World, girl. oh wait, never mind. <laughs> Nature found a way. I just realized it's a lot more interesting than a lot of raptor scissors. They're all girls, so yeah. Uh, No, it's a. I just because at the end of the end of Jurassic World, there was a big dinosaur fight, um, and I thought that that was awesome. You know, you there was a bunch of, and I thought that the reason that they were bringing these movies back was because I think that they kind of missed. You know, you got to see dinosaurs killing people in the first uh, series, mm. and now you get to see now you get to see dinosaurs killing other dinosaurs, mm. and there wasn't enough of that for me. Entertainment, interesting. Yeah. I, I do have, I do have to agree with you on that. that. That is very true. And I think that like I think that one of the things that like the big set piece for the next movie should be some kind of like you know big monster fight. In a downtown suburban area. Can I tell you what I think the next one is? Not yet. Let's finish our reviews. Okay, and then we can do well, wait, as an aside, it, it kind of jumps off that point. That's, he that's right. So don't, so don't forget it. As Go an ahead. aside to Todd's um, point on dinosaur and dinosaur action, have you read the comic Age of Reptiles? No. Published by Dark Horse. Uh-uh. Absolutely no words. All art and yeah. sequential art, but it's you know a lot. A big chunk of it is like dinosaurs fighting each other and like. That's awesome. Which, you know, it's an incredible skill to make a coherent yeah. sequential art story with no, absolutely no words in the panels at all, anywhere. Is it hot? I, it's hot. I had a... Uh, it's a lizard. It has, it has, Stop the, to make it that has work. The, the, the music for, you know, the... And you're humming that while you're reading through the comics. I had, they should, I, but they should take Age cool. of Reptiles and do, like, a story on that. Uh, I saw... Um, I do have... I had Gone at one point. Gone? G-O-N. Oh. It's a it's a kind of a manga. It's it's wordless it's and it's about dinosaurs too. He gets in trouble. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> He's a but mischievous it, little. It, pretty much. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a sort of a cuter, more sure, yeah. more animated. Oh, cute dinosaurs that don't kill you. From, uh, uh, Professor <laughs> Barry, <laughs> uh, should uh, you are uh, the cinema scholar? It's cool. I'm done. Uh, you're the cinema professor. You're the professor of the cinema. Tonight, you are so. standing oh, the scallop. Oh, just let you know, Tal was finished with his point. I, I know. I'm glad he was. <laughs> I was trying to move on. Hey, great job. Yeah. Todd. Hey, great job, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to like the movie better than Solo, I guess, is what I'm trying to say a little bit. <laughs> good, good for you. Well, should we go to, to Gannon's point? Gannon had a jump-off point. Well, I wanted to wait till we get the review. It's kind of spoilery. It's kind of spoilery, so he I want to get to your review. Did okay. you want to go, or do you want me to go first? You go. All right. Well, uh, here's what I thought of uh, Jurassic World. Buckle up. Um... <laughs> Uh, Here comes a thrill ride. <laughs> <laughs> unlike the movies, unlike, what you're about to say, unlike right? the movie, uh, this this review is much didn't better. Just like throw it right back to Professor Barry. <laughs> right. Anyway, here's what I think. Go Barry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was sitting in the theater. Um, uh, apparently, like, like most people do. Most people are the only movie. way to see this. Apparently, movie. <laughs> licking Todd's neck. And uh, I was watching this because I, I I am not a big fan of the uh, of uh, the first Jurassic World film at all. Uh, matter of fact, I've seen it three times, and every time I watch it, I hate it more. And I think Vincent D'Onofrio was unfairly treated in the end of that film. Why'd you watch it three times? Um, I watched it because may, I always thought that maybe I was wrong. I'm not getting something. And every time I watch it, it just takes me off. Although I will say that the ending fight, the one that, um, uh, the one that, uh, what's that guy's name at the end? Bernardi. 
uh, Bernardi. Uh, Todd said it was a great fight. The the uh, blue and the the the. What was that? What was that dinosaur? The dino tussle. The, the dino the tussle. Yeah, we know what you mean. Yeah, human Saurus Rex. Yeah, yeah, the human Saurus Rex thing. Uh, that was cool, and that was the only oh. thing I liked about Jurassic World. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom I had hoped for because I am a huge fan of J.A. Bayona, uh, just like Gannon said. Uh, what I really? Didn't say you're a fan of them. Uh, what? What? what <laughs> Will you let me finish my point? But what you just said is wrong. No, it's not wrong. Not at all. But uh, here's the thing: is that uh, Gannon made a great point about J.A. Bayona giving us good, uh, he's giving us good setups about uh, what makes dinosaurs scary. They were, they were in those in those very few and precious moments. They were frightening. Um, when he uses like when he's... it opens the door, even though it doesn't need to. Right, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't need to open the it door. It actually opens. It the opens door. the door, or else it sticks its claws and it's in the shadows, and it sticks its claws out of the cage. And there's just this there's this little girl, and you just you just see the wisps of her hair that are grabbed by his claw, which is just which is just so good and so frightening, and it just works on such a just such a. Uh, an amazing level that I really, really enjoyed some of those visuals. But the problem was is that the story wasn't wasn't fitting what was being shown on screen in most cases. And I blame that on the man who directed the first one and wrote both of these films, and that's Colin Trevorrow. I lay it at his feet. I think, I think he has. I you think know, he you has, guys wrote it, so I know. But I think I think Colin Trevorrow. I think he has garbage ideas. I think uh, I think his. I think he has garbage story points in his movies. Wow. I think they are. I think uh, that you hear that, Marvel. Get Colin. <laughs> he will. The, there's only. I mean, it's only one way from here. Marvel is up because you guys have hit the bottom of the barrel. I have to say, get that Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> what really bugs me. Is that I, I find it fascinating. I hope he hears all this because he's I hope doing he the does, next one. I, no, I, I, can't, I don't want him to. But if he is, fine, I'll watch it. But the fact is, is what, what are, we ha- are we trying to have fun with these movies anymore? Or are we well, trying what's to actually make, bothering you about what, what he's makes, doing? I, 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 I okay, want to know that. Because here's the biggest problem is that I don't understand why we're turning. Uh, I, you know, like in the original Jurassic Park. You know the questions of whether or not we should do this become comes into question. So you you want Ryan Johnson to direct this? And it, no, is the question for no. The track. What I'm saying is is that in the first film there is some real thought behind it. You know, um, Ian Malcolm. By the way, that was some of the best scenes. I think you in mean philosophical debates, right? Philosophical debates were good. Like, should we do this? And there's always like, yes, this is this is this is a this is an advancement in science, or no, we're playing God. We shouldn't be doing this. Or like using the chaos theory. Is a reason to touch a woman's hand. Uh, I do that all the time at the club. Uh, anyway, um, wait, like the one you used to make sure people don't steal your car, or right. like yeah, that's the like one, a caveman club. Like caveman club. Oh. Um, no, but I just really thought that you know I don't in the world where dinosaurs now exist, it felt really weird to me that Bryce Dallas Howard, after all that she saw, has become an activist. For the dinos, which was weird, because she's come around to realizing, I, right? But I if think, if anything, her character actually has the best arc out of everybody. Uh, but and you're you're, because you're right the, about what she goes through in Jurassic World turns her around from you're, where she you're, was at. You're right about that. But what it felt like to me was is that once once Chris Pratt comes on the scene, gosh, that guy is charming, and he really helps relieve some of the issues that I had with the film. Um, I thought that there were some. I there, thought he saved all his aid material for Infinity War. I just showed it for the paycheck. On that. I have to tell you that I really thought that Bayona brought some. Wasn't even that good in Infinity War. He brought some of the majesty back the to two. this film. Um, uh, tell he brought some of the magic back to this film that was in the original. You know, when they see the Brachiosaurus and the music swells, and J. A. Bayona kind of gets that idea because none of that existed in the first fall of the first Jurassic World film. But I thought, well, yeah, I, it was common by the. First. Right, but the wonderment of it—there was—it was never there, and I really thought yeah, you because can't, it was common. You can't at that keep point. rebottling that feeling. Right, you, you can only get away with that once. But when you, and maybe you, maybe you're maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Maybe you guys you have can a only point. be wowed by something once. Right, that's but, why they were genetically engineering them. Right, because they needed bigger, better anyway, dinosaurs. I really enjoyed the stuff on the island. Um, you did not. Uh, Gannon, you did not like. It felt like a retread of Lost World to me. Uh, right, and, ca- and it kind of does, and then it kind of turns into a retread of Lost World when they get back to the mainland, which is mm-hmm. weird. It does. It, uh, you're definitely right, but I just I, I didn't like the whole. It just felt too. 
<laughs> it, it just feels like The Lost World and then another movie happens. Right. It, it could have been two separate movies. And then it, this is that's the same problem that the original Jurassic World had is that the same stupid mustache twirling villain exists in this one. You know, it just it just. Oh, well, OK, hold on. Hold on on that one. I, I would like to say those guys have always existed. This is just the first time in this franchise we, we're seeing them. Well, even the, even They've D'Onofrio always hinted plays that, that these guy. guys have been out in the ether of this whole mythology. This is the first movie we actually see them. Well, if we're honest with ourselves, if... if the first movie implies that there's other guys, crooked guys, trying to get this genetic material. Right. Trying to get all this stuff. Uh, this is the first time we get... Yeah, like, well, I keep repeating myself, but it's the first time you see them. Right. And, and I will say, once we get back to the mainland, I really felt it loses a lot of steam because I was telling these guys at the theater like it almost feels like a jurassic park movie uh uh via the sci-fi channel because once we get to the mainland and that's actually stuff i like that it got weird it got right and like it actually did weird stuff the the dino auction like felt so weird and it just felt out of place and i was thinking to myself this is what i should see you know who should be in this film lorenzo lamas okay and he should be he should not okay that's Crap of my Lorenzo Lamas, sir. <laughs> I'm just saying. That guy's a god. All right? That's, who should be? It should be. It should I'm growing be my hair out Lorenzo like Lorenzo Lamas, Lamas right should be Lorenzo now. Lamas and Corin Nemec, okay? Those are the two guys that should be in this movie by the time. Isn't I'm it there. Corky Nemec? Corin Nemec. It's Corin Nemec. Corin Nemec. Corin Nemec. Yeah, Corin Nemec. Parker Lewis? Parker Lewis? Yeah. Can't Why are you I always thought his name was Corky. No, because he's in a lot of the sci-fi films. You didn't know that? I don't watch them. Like, well, I do. They're pretty cool. So why are you being judgy then? <laughs> because this is an A-rated movie. This is not a Z-rated sci-fi flick. And what it really bugged me. I actually like that that's what they do with this movie, that they decided to take it to some strange uncharted territory. It just made no sense. Like, they're selling I the dinosaurs. I thought it was kind of bold, to be honest. And what's more important than that is that the, the tech is more important than the dinos. And I just really didn't think... Okay, but this is a universe where this tech valuable. has already existed. True. They've already developed it 20 years ago when they did it in the first film. Yeah. So we're, we're, this already exists. Mm. Okay. What they don't have are these viable embryos or these viable like genetic you know, right. samples. They don't have that because it's belonged to other All people. Right. I, maybe you're right. But I, once you get into, to, truthfully, once you get into the, the actual lore of this whole thing, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Right. Like how like almost nobody goes there, how that island is not protected off the shores at all. Right. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense once you start really thinking about it, but you're not mm. really meant to right. think about it that like much. Like in the very beginning, when they go and get the bone, that was such a MacGuffin because it just felt like it didn't come into play until the very very beginning and then the very end. You didn't end. realize that's what, that's what was going on in that I did, but it just felt like okay. Now, now it's not really a MacGuffin. I don't know. Chekhov's okay. gun. Huh? What? Chekhov's gun. You see it in the first scene. You know what's going to happen in yeah. the final. Yeah, and I guess and I, it's I right. Gun. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never heard that before. But okay, I've, cool. I've, I've, I always call. It, I've always heard of it as a MacGuffin because it no, kind of no, no. like leads MacGuffin you. MacGuffin can be like like an obtainium. Oh, okay. A MacGuffin is actually nothing. Right. Yeah, the suitcase. You, we don't see what the suitcase is in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that that's would be a MacGuffin. That's a MacGuffin. Okay, fair enough. The rabbit's uh. foot in Mission Impossible 3 is mm-hmm. a MacGuffin. You don't know what the hell it is, but apparently it's important to everybody. Yeah, Chekhov's gun is something they show you in the first couple mm-hmm. frames of the movie mm-hmm. that plays a very important role in the last few frames of the movie. Gotcha. Thank you for the correction, sir. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, so... Chekhov's Let gun. Let him there. talk about the movie. I don't like what you're saying. <laughs> I didn't even watch it. Oh, never, <laughs> never mind that. Anyway, I'm just a badass. O- overall, though, I I just I was really disappointed by it. I thought the end was I thought the end with with the little girl and her pushing the button was so stupid and so silly. I was sitting there rubbing my head and laughing about it. I thought that was so dumb. Again, getting back into like if you you were rubbing your head and laughing. About I was. It was so dumb. <laughs> I should say not laughing. I was I was snickering because I was sitting there going, I can't believe we're doing. Well, this. again, if you get into the reality of the scene, those dinosaurs would just be trampling all over each other and eating each other, trying to get out of there. Thank you. If you really get into the exactly. logic of it all, exactly, but you're not meant to think about that stuff. All right, but anyway, enough about me, Professor Barry. You're here. Uh, bring us uh, bring us some uh, uh, sanity in the chaos here. What am I getting wrong? What am I, what is it that is about this movie that sucks? <laughs> Don't seed him like that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? He's feeding my answer. Your there. problem is the McMuffin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate McMuffins. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> I was thinking more about Pavlov's dog. I always love to give, mm. yeah, oh, nice. give, that, give that example. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Professor Barry, you saw this. lost them. Um, yes. <laughs> That's why he's the professor. Because <laughs> he knows stuff that nobody cares about. 
<laughs> so I get my daughter to go to sleep. I'm like, let me tell you about Terrence Malick. She's out. <laughs> um, I, th- I thought this movie was a big disappointment, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it had a lot of the same qualities that uh, The Lost World did. And I'm not a fan of The Lost World. Um, I thought there were some good things in it, but I thought the movie was just made a lot of bad choices, although I liked the ending of that film because right. it was so distinctly different. And I thought it was interesting that this movie went in the same direction, and it seems to be setting up like a Planet of the Apes kind of story arc, something really ambitious. Yeah. And it and it manages to save all that stuff for the last three minutes. And yeah. I thought this is where the movie should have started because this is interesting. This is different. This is something worth exploring as opposed to the stalk and chomp that we've been watching for the last last few movies. I liked uh, Jurassic World a lot more than you did. Right. Um, I agree. It, it has some real problems with it. And, yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio was, was definitely ill-used. That said, I thought it tapped into nostalgia well, and I thought it set up its new world well. I thought it certainly presented a theme park just like the first one did that you know, you, you go to these movies not just because you want thrills. You want to go to a place you've never been before. Right. I think it's one of the things that lost us with the movie Tomorrow World. There's no Tomorrow World in that movie. But with the movie Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, like these are places I want to go to and live vicariously through as a as a film goer. I don't care that the dinosaurs get loose and start to eat people. I want to go to this place and experience that as a film goer. Interesting. And the yeah. last movie brought that. Um, this movie, I just felt it was a lot of it was more the same uh, from the very beginning. Chris Pratt seemed to be. I mean, he had like I think one of he actually doesn't at some point he says either he literally says it or or he has a line where he's basically saying kind of like. Here we go again. Like, yeah, that's exactly how his performance feels. It, it felt very detached, um, especially considering what he's done recently. Even his performance in Passengers felt it was more connected than anything he does in this movie. It felt like he was contractually obligated to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard does a real good job at crying on cue. Um, she's good at it. She's very good at that. Uh, and that's basically all she's here in the movie. I thought the supporting characters were just insufferable. Just insufferable. That, that I could that not kid. handle these uh, supporting characters. Uh, I was rooting for the dinosaurs like the, the whole way. No, no. No, no, I did. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. Somebody needs to. Um, I th- you know, this is bizarre, but true, I think. I think Independence Day Resurgence did a better, had a better use of Jeff Goldblum. Wow. Use, really? Having a whole movie where he's like, like I am right now behind a desk, like staring at the camera, talking dra- and, and droning on these stupid lines that sound like they're just trailer bait. Wow. But what a terrible use of this guy. I mean, even even Laura Dern was better used in Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. Like, I was, I couldn't have been, like, what a Her horrible. Time was less. What yeah, a, it was. What a horrible way to use him. Um, she wasn't even on the island. She wasn't even on the island. That the subplot about the little girl being cloned was ridiculous. I mean, there's, there's. So or much, she should so have eaten the dinosaur. Yeah. Mm. I, can I can I can I can I interrupt you for a second because I, there was something in the film that I thought J. A. Bayona conveys, uh, conveys better than Colin Trevorrow ever could in the original Jurassic World. He conveyed empathy much better than. Colin Trevorrow did in the first film. Uh, when Colin you Trevor see, didn't do a movie where the well, well, volcano when blew you up, see though. when you see when you see the the Brachiosaurus um, uh, uh, getting burned up on the island from the volcano, that was a very good scene. Really liked it. I loved I loved watching. So you didn't think the scene where they literally have a bunch of kids riding baby t- triceratops was garbage? They do ride the dinosaurs. Okay, in. but he's no. he's, he's <laughs> conveying that they're misusing the, they're mistreating these animals. I I well the other <laughs> that's very well the, illustrated. The other empathetic thing that I liked in the film was when the girl in the movie is watching the videos of uh, of, of Owen's character or, or excuse me Chris Pratt's character and they're training and he's training Blue. Yeah. And that was a good representation of the empathy that goes along with, you know, trying to empathize with a, with a killer. And I thought that was very cool. That made sense to me. There were some good touches in the film right. like that, but it just overall didn't perf- it didn't perform well for me. I'm surprised you are. I, 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 was, I was expecting you to jump on something because this is something that really irritated me that they tried to make this, this big connection. Uh, they're they're making an allegory for human trafficking in this movie. Oh no 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 no! A heavy handed allegory. For I told you human trafficking. We I'm were like, talking about this, this at the end crap. of the film. I didn't want such to bring crap. it up because that belongs in Planet of the Apes. Right? Because those movies 
movies, over three films, earn that. And those oh, movies gee. are rich and disturbing. Oh, this In this movie, it's nonsense. These are dinosaurs. Right. Remember we were talking about just kidding about that? Remember we were talking about it at the end of the film? Like, we we're just I, making I, jokes really about it? I've not seen that connection. I, you know, but, it's all over this movie. Yeah. It's all over. And it's so heavy-handed. Yeah, it is extremely like, heavy-handed. It's depressing. It's like, no, no. I didn't get that feeling at like, all. They, like, like, Spielberg never would have made that reference in Jaws. What is the heck is it doing in Jurassic World 2? It's right. ridiculous. Right. Because no one could keep these... No, no one's keeping these animals as pets, as it were. Even in the world where dinosaurs exist. So, yeah. I don't know. I just... Well, they were on an island. Yeah. Well, fair... But no, what I'm well, saying I is mean, that there's the empathy. It's hard to convey empathy. going to start picking at the movie on a logical level? Well, like, if look at it this way. If I had a cat, like a big jungle cat, at home, mm-hmm. I'd be more empathetic than the big jungle cat at the park. Right. So... Remind me again what, what your point is. My point is is that what, that what you have mean. to you have to be able if, if you're going to try and convey empathy you're going to have to be able to do it and they did it twice in this movie very well um, and then other than that I could care less I really wanted to see them just kill the dinosaurs that was just me though. So where's the empathy there? That's what I'm saying. The empathet the, there's I already mentioned the two empathetic scenes were where the girl is watching Owen feed Blue and teach him how to um, I guess obey and that was Who's very. Yeah, yeah. So the girl, right? So what? They're all girls. Oh all yeah, dinosaurs are girls. No, no. The girl, the the, the clone. But you're saying girl. he's training him. Oh, oh. Am I saying him? You did oh, say her. him. I'm yeah. You. So all girls. he's training Blue, and how Blue becomes very empathetic and very. She doesn't attack anymore. She recognizes when he's um, cowering, and and she kind of responds, and you kind of see that. And it's like, oh, this is interesting that he's teaching this 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 killer how to. How to be emo- emotionally attached to a human being? So those are the empathetic scenes that you kind of see happen in the film. There were good once touches. All there were throughout. good, right? There were good touches all throughout. Even the terror like was good touches. When he sees Blue at the end, and he's just like, "You don't want to be here. You don't want to be here." And then she looks at the cage, and she looks at him, and tears off, tears, like, right. conveying a lot without any words, right? You know, right? But it just didn't seem to stay that way. It just felt it just. It just lost me at that. <laughs> I, I think if this movie didn't exist <laughs> just to set up the third film, mm-hmm. it would have. There's there's potential, right? With the I, idea. Can I tell you what I don't like about the what you were saying about the third film being the Planet of the Apes? It almost feels like we're gonna it's gonna be now instead of it's The Walking Dead, but not with zombies. It's with dinosaurs. These movies aren't smart enough for this sort of thing. I'm sorry, you know, and I I'm someone who's in love with uh, with the Michael Crichton novel, and I really enjoyed the original. I think it, sure. it does deserve it's, it's not a perfect film, but it deserves its classic status. Yeah. But these movies are dumb, and 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 that's okay. It's all right. Oh, They've okay. always been dumb. They've never been Planet of the Apes. They've never even been satirical like Gremlins. These are stupid and t- entertaining popcorn movies. They're really dumb. Mm. And trying to invest but DNA in kind of social and science. <laughs> and Dinosaur science. DNA. <laughs> it's too late to to try to make it a, a social commentary. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And if you're going to do that, make it a you know make it what what the first movie did, obviously and unintentionally, which is about consumerism and capitalism. That's fine, but I mean, in terms of like making the dinosaurs, I mean, even trying to make them empathetic, I just think it's it's, it's as plausible as the shark following Ellen Brody from Amityville to Amity to uh, to Jamaica. But that Jaws. happened. You, you, you me they can't do that. But that happened. You shut your filthy. That also mouth. happened in Orca. Jaws the Revenge. That Orca followed them all the way they up did. the coast. They did. By the way, Jaws the Revenge. How, wait, how does an orca in the ocean, by the way, tell when a car is driving on land? Is he like? We're like, I don't know. I'm sorry. It's More the same way Jason found his way to Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through the sewers? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. No, he snuck onto a ship trying to kill some teenagers that were going yeah. on a boat cruise. Any Jaws film. And then yeah. he never really but not went Orca. to Manhattan. You still didn't explain Jason Orca to me. Jason lived in a lake. Jason had lake, an easier go of it. And he gets on this boat right. that yeah. takes him to Manhattan. All I'm saying is any film, any Jaws film, film starring Michael Caine yes. has got to be a classic, right? Got to be. Any, any movie where a lion, or a lion or a shark roars, yeah. Sure. <laughs> any film, any Jaws film starring uh, Mario Van Peebles has got to be a classic as well. That's a guarantee. There was a Jaws with Mario Van Peebles. Yes, that's the one we're talking. What number is it? What number? That's the one we're talking number about. Part four. Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. Jaws the Revenge. Wow. Revenge. Alan Brody has flashbacks of. Did he have a Jerry that curl? Wasn't even there to experience. He had a Jamaican accent. That's awesome. <laughs> it's not, but it is. It's awesome. Oh my gosh! Anyway, getting back to the point, let's give our final results for Jurassic.
Jurassic World, uh, The Fallen Kingdom. Um, per, uh, not Professor, but uh, Todd Bernardi, my Luxembourgian friend. Uh, yeah. What do you give The Fallen Kingdom? I mean, I'm, it's, you know, <laughs> one star, two star movie. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. What about you? I don't know. I just set up to three. Wow, it, that's crazy. There's a lot of movies. There's a lot of moments that I liked in it, even though a lot of it's stupid. Mm. Yeah, like you know her running away from it and then hiding under the covers. I, I was like, this exists just for the trailing. You can just wow. smell it. But it's still kind of fun. Wow, I man, I can't even believe it. Like it just it. Uh, I'm you not even getting anywhere. You don't have to, you know, follow what I'm saying. That's true. I I I gave it two and a half. I give it half a star better than um, Jurassic World. So two and a half stars. What do you give it? Two stars. Two star film. I gave it half a star because I actually enjoyed Bayona's direction more than anything else. So, even well, though he didn't direct a scene where there's a ladder in the same room as the people trying <laughs> to run. So, are you saying these movies are getting he better? Doesn't frame it in such a way that you can see that there's a ladder there. So, <laughs> when they need there to ladder, be a ladder there, it's all of a sudden there. And then it's all of a sudden there. Ironically enough, Alika, that's exactly what I'm saying. They are getting better. Wow. It's weird. It is. It's actually going to be better. Anyway, we're going to get a third one, and it's going to be man versus dinosaur. What In I was space. what I was with really, guns what, and saddles. Okay, well we, we have we're spoiling this now because now if are. you haven't seen the end of the movie, <laughs> we're in, we're so definitely in spoiler territory. It's spo- it's definitely spoiler territory. The trailer and, really spoils the heck out of you. And I have to tell you, you don't that, really know they get onto the mainland though. Professor Barry is right though. Um, after watching this, they and the way Gan, Gan is also right. This was just filler to get to where we want to go with the series. So was Infinity War. (laughs) Todd, stop it. Uh, No, but I I am definitely not a fan, but uh, apparently all of you guys that go watch it disagree because it made big, big dollars this weekend at the box office, did big business. Um, Over $150 million at the box office. It killed Solo. It's already at almost 800 just overseas already. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. It's been out for like two weeks before we got it. So they're 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 doing it right. Uh, we should start. Uh, we should all start boycotting um, social justice dinosaurs as well. Now, what? yeah, that's what it feels what? like. See, he knows what I'm talking about. They're social oh, idiots. Right. <laughs> SJDs. You, you, don't, you don't like this. You didn't like this movie because they gave away the technology. Fix your mic again. What'd you say? You don't like this. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. You don't like this movie because they give away the technology at the end. Uh, I right? No, I I don't like. You're it. like that should be that's Ameri- that's America that's, that's American. We should keep that in America. We should, um, and if we're going to, we like be- we better sell it and not and not just you know sell the dinosaurs. We should sell it because the technology is more valuable than the dinosaurs. That's my. I'm theory. just trying. You know, the thing I'm most curious about. Now? I know, right? The thing I'm most curious about the is saying that. What? What were you saying? Sell the tech. No, you're saying something about. Oh yeah, the thing I'm most curious about is the kind of tap dancing they're gonna have to do with the third film. Mm-hmm. There's tap dancing because oh, there's a manageable amount of dinosaurs that escape at the end. Right. It's not like they're releasing thousands of them into the U.S. mainland. It's like maybe thirty of them. Right. And you know when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, this they would be team cool. up. But then when you start thinking about, it, it's like there's like thirty of them. Yeah. To save the That's pretty easily they manageable. They form a you militia. Just wipe them all out pretty quick. But you actually don't have much of a third if you get into the reality. But of it. remember, they in the team be- up to save the rec center with tap dancing. Remember, I can't wait. They could also That'd have awesome. uh, they could have the the oceanic dinosaurs, the you know. Oceanic. Yeah, the the, o- the, the big dinosaur. Ichthyosaur. Campthyosaur. The, the big dinosaur. The the jaws. The Jurassic jaws. What is it? Uh, Coelacanth. Um, the Mosasaurus. Whatever it was. That's yeah. That's what it is. The Mosasaurus. Was that what it is? The Mosasaurus. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, that could be part of the. That could be part That's of the. That's the only. That thing escapes from the beginning of the movie, and nobody hears about it the rest of the time. Nope. Well, oh, it's yeah. just out there. Yeah, just totally out there. It's adapting and growing legs. <laughs> no, it, but oh, you no. don't see that moment till the very end of the movie. The very end of the film, yeah. So again. there's a whole movie, God knows how long the movie takes place in, right? Where it's just out there, right. and nobody cares about it. That's what that's what the third movie is mm-hmm. going to be. It's going to be Jaws. It's going to be yeah. Jurassic Jurassic Jaws. All I'm, I'm just curious the what they're going to do. How they're going to the make the third movie? Make that third movie. Work. Are they pulling the a Meg Cloverfield the third, on us? The Meg is the third <laughs> movie. All I know. But they also set up that there's other dinosaurs and other right. containers that people have access to current technology. Correct. So correct. It might not even just be the ones that escaped. All I know is is that uh, Chris Beach MTV Awards speech was more impressive than Fallen Kingdom was. Oops. Say so, that one more time. Uh, Chris Bats. Uh, Chris number Bates. five. Where he, where he you sings. have a soul. <laughs> That's right. Where it he, was more impressive where than he, the Jurassic. Where the only speech. way to make your life better is to believe in Jesus. <laughs> he never said that. Number three. 
Isn't that the basic? Get all the pee out first. Get all the pee out. Then poop last. <laughs> yeah, there you I go. I love how in a in a list of ten things on the way to get you to believing in God and Jesus <laughs> is he has to talk about how to poo-poo and pee-pee correctly. Yeah, and then uh, how to put... Um, legendary, legendary speech. <laughs> how to feed dog medicine. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and put it in meat. You know. But that was a metaphor. That was a metaphor. For how to get G to <laughs> <laughs> listen to facts. Anyway, moving on. Um, uh, so Jurassic World, if you if you are a fan, go watch it. Uh, we uh, we overall were not thoroughly impressed with it. Uh, but like I said, uh, we, the public, we. the public, it was amazing. the public differs. So uh, check it out. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Making loads hey, and loads of money. Anybody started watching Luke Cage? Nobody will talk. With me about it. Luke Cage season two did come out this week uh, or this past week. I, saw uh, I have not seen any of it. I'm so. on episode eight. Really good. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. Better than the first season. I think they. I mean, there's a lot of things about Luke the first Cage season that were better. Mother. I will agree. <laughs> I will agree. But Bushmaster is too. Bushmaster is sexy as hell. Wow. But what a great villain name. I think yeah, they solved the villain That's problem. A great with villain name two. for a black guy, right? Mm-hmm. So is so is Ape Man, right? So is no. That's why they call him Umbaku in the movie. It's not Ape Man. It's no. good. It's good. It's not. No, I wouldn't. I, no, not, not in this. Not in this. Bushmaster needs to manscape. <laughs> Bushmaster meets Ape Man, right? Yeah, That's yeah. The, what's going to happen. That's next. probably what's going to happen next. You're right. Absolutely. I think. I think Todd just got fired from the show. I think he just did. Wait for what? Yeah, for being dumb. I don't know what's going on. Um, Umbaku's real name in the comic books is Ape Man. That's why they didn't call him that. Are you on Ambien, Todd? Yeah, Todd's <laughs> just Todd's being an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so eat some like M and M's. So uh, you you recommend Luke Cage season two? Definitely awesome. Okay. I haven't finished it yet. Maybe the ending will just mm-hmm. be terribly disappointing. But so far, it's great. Uh, well, uh, just to let everyone know, too. Um, what I thought was kind of slow, so I think i got to watch it. I, well, the, the Netflix shows have kind of been slow burn lately, like uh, how Jessica Jones season two was, too. But if you like the characters, it's... Well, because the, the first season for Luke Cage... Like everything after Cottonmouth is garbage. Garbage, yeah. So it's like, and so so far they've. I think they learned the uh, momentum rule mm. to how to keep things interesting. Something something happens each episode, which is cool. But the, the episodes that I did catch, uh, Danny Rand is in it. And, oh shoot! You're p- and he's past me then. Way better in this than he was in Iron. Fist. I heard some reviews that said that, like it fixes Iron Fist for uh, good. For Danny for Rand. the future, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Well, I do know that, uh, speaking of Marvel, since we're talking about it, coming up in uh, next week, uh, the 5th of July, we are doing the premiere of uh, Ant- the Ant-Man and Wasp. Um, uh, Sweet. So uh, check it out. Uh, the, they're in watch is going to be doing the Ant-Man and the Wasp. We're going to be um, giving away ants. Premiere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might not want to attend that screening. Yeah. <laughs> what? Iron Fist and Bushmaster. Is this? <laughs> Wait, do that again. I didn't hear it. What? You didn't hear that? Iron Fist and Bushmaster. What kind of show is this? <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> anyway. Oh, <Siri. laughs> So stupid. Anyway, yeah, we do know that uh, coming up uh, next week, the, the 5th of Ju- uh, July, uh, the Nerdwatch will be doing the premiere for the Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, and I know that, uh, did you get your so tickets down for The your Ant-Man and Wasp and Michael okay. Douglas. Yeah. Uh, Barry, are you coming? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Fantastic. Arriving. Man for your free yeah, Todd, you're not invited. That's it. Your 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 joke today got you banned. Are you afraid that Umbaku's going to be? Yeah, you're wearing a Marvel shirt right now. I am. I'm wearing a. Is that ironic? Are you being ironic? No. Yeah. Aren't you not going to be here? I thought you're going to be in Vegas. I'm going to come back from Vegas next month. Oh. oh, next Monday. Sweet. Hipster so uh, he'll be back for uh, the total. Next week, Todd, it'll be a Todd show because we're going to talk all about <laughs> the amazing Vegas. Uh, <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have to talk. I'm not going to talk about uh, it. You guys can talk about it. I'm not going to talk, uh, talk about I'm it. I'm just going to be like, what What happened to Ape Man and Black Panther? <laughs> can somebody else? 
Oh, be on the yeah. show aside yeah. from, He's from why, why sure. they got it fly over Casey Hormoto <laughs> they had to they had to they had to make Umbaku like the white ape too like yeah. what's the deal with that Casey Hormoto would be a lot funnier and a lot less racist yeah he, she definitely I don't know be. maybe I she didn't I didn't name the character Ape Man <laughs> that was Marvel Comics he's actually not Ape Man <laughs> oh my god he's yeah. the white ape you're, you're ridiculous wasn't it ape man ape Man ape, man, that's ape. It. man yeah, ape. it's man. Yeah, yeah. you dyslexic bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Todd, you're done for the night, okay? Why? All right. <laughs> We've got to get out of here. That's why. Uh, of course, uh, this week on, uh, I guess, hard media, nothing really too uh, exciting to write home. Confirmation: on. It is what? man ape. Yeah, See, it is man yeah, ape. Sorry, Todd. Yeah, Todd, ridiculous. Ape Man's a song. Yeah. Uh, you can, speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of apes, <laughs> that's why I got that's why I got confused. Speaking of apes, you guys can get your digital copy of Rampage uh, on uh, digital Woo! HD as we speak. There's a white ape in that. that one. There is. There absolutely is. <laughs> Starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, so you can check that out. I didn't know that he has a fake mm-hmm. leg in Skyscraper. Yeah, he does. And that Nev Campbell's in it. Yeah, I Nev Campbell's his wife. Yeah, I didn't. I only just saw oh, the trailer the other day. That's crazy. I can't believe you didn't know that. Know I'm, I'm insulted. I used to have a big thing, thing for Ned Campbell back in the so day. Does a lo- so does a lot of people. Carl Amano wants to know if we're covering Christopher Robbins when it comes out. <laughs> 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 I was a big fan of the Winnie the Pooh TV show. Mm. We're going to be handing out free uh, things of stuffing. You know, I was, they fill the I never animals watched with. It. I never watched yeah. Winnie the Pooh. I thought he was boring. We'll do Obi-Wan Kenobi giveaways said mm, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since we're not getting the Obi-Wan movie anymore. Yeah. Since it's all been delayed. Thanks, yeah. Solo. Uh, so now we won't get any of that. Well, we'll get le- next time on the show. We'll talk about uh, the reboot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Next week, we'll talk about... Uh, the, the theme song just came out. The new theme song, which is basically just a retread of the... It's the 2012 theme song, rebooted. Oh, uh, Okay. The they didn't do a new theme song for it. Well, we're talking about the new, live action, though. Intro, right? They're going to redo. Oh, the Michael Bay R- right. pro- uh, produced that yeah. Predator trailer. We'll the, new, the new Predator trailer we'll talk about next week. We'll talk about... Uh, but if anybody wants to go look, Rise of the TMNT cartoon, uh, new new theme song is out. Yeah, check it's, that it's, out. As well as the new, new Thundercats. It's, and a new, it's a new intro. And Ron Katagai is saying they're trying to have a contest between the two reboots. Uh, you guys know about the Thundercats cartoon uh, reboot. It's incredibly uh, hated in the everybody hates it. Uh, I'm I'm ready to watch it. I like silly cats. stuff. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's a joke. It does look like a joke. I like jokes. Jokes are funny. They make me laugh. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Right. That's why you love the Ninja Turtles. They're yeah. funny, man. The Ninja <laughs> Turtles are basically making joke. fun of the Ninja they Turtles. They are a joke. Yeah. Constantly. Well, uh, you guys have got to mm. check it out next week. We'll talk about the amazing Vegas Con. We'll talk about uh, Star Wars uh, oh. uh, spinoff movies maybe taking a back seat for a, a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about... You don't think that has a little bit more to do with the Fox acquisition, too, though? It's possible. To allocate some funds over to it's, something it's, else. It's quite possible. That could have had a bit to do with it. Yeah, yeah. It quite, it, it's quite possible. But, yeah, we'll also talk Mutant about that. We'll talk about uh, Disney Heroes. acquiring 20th Century Fox and Ooh. acquiring the X-Men and Deadpool now. It's official, I guess. Um, Four, has to go to court for go to court first. Fantastic Four is more important than Deadpool. Uh, I agree. I don't think. I don't think at this point. I, I, I have to say that I don't think there's any way in saving the Fantastic Four with their own movie. They got to do something big. I'll save it. You don't think Marvel getting their hands back on Fantastic Four yeah. wouldn't just crush it? Ask Todd. There's an I, we already up. an easy way to roll. We already discussed. <laughs> we already discussed how it would be a killer blockbuster movie, and there's no dispute. <laughs> if you did it as a space race True. period piece, it would knock the socks off of everybody. Uh, listen, I, I agree, but like I said, uh, and then they get stuck in the negative zone at the end, and then they get rescued in the future later. All right. Todd begs to differ. Anyway, um, they pull like a, a, a Captain America. You think so? With a with a Fantastic Four. Yeah. Modern day. Make them I don't a part of sword. They were out in, uh, out in outer space dealing with other threats, and then they come to Earth, and now they're dealing with. It's easy. So she. So yeah, they, but they they could show up in another person's movie. I'm just saying, saying I haven't. S- like when they try to make the Fantastic Four a modern day entity, uh-huh. it hasn't worked out. I'm saying, Fair enough. I'm saying they're a product of their time, so started as a period piece where they start in the '60s during the, the space race, piece, then, and then you get a success like Wonder Woman or Captain America. Already? Captain America was not a success. 
I enjoyed Fair Captain enough. America. See, there you go. Was Fair it enough. not a success? It was not. I was not, not aware of all this stuff. seems kind of, I don't know. I think it's perfect because they keep Fantastic they Four. They keep retelling the same origin. Mm, that's true. They did. They actually they like if they already assumed that we already know what happened to the Fantastic Four, and they were just you know in space dealing with stuff, and now they came back, and now they have to deal with what's going on with Earth. I think it's it's easy. All I know is is that the only thing I want from the Josh Trank Fantastic Four is Michael B. Jordan. That's all I know. I want. I want him as the Human Torch. Well, you got Creed too. <laughs> And we got to talk about Creed 2 next week. Dang it, man. All right, we missed a lot of stuff because of <laughs> Jurassic World and Chris Pratt and his precious sweet face. You're the one that wanted to talk about Well, we had to talk about Jurassic World. It was important. It's a, it's, it's, it's Jurassic Park. Then what do you expect? Then don't bitch about it if it's important. All right, next time. We got yeah, more see, stuff. Casey, <laughs> me and Casey both feel like space aliens now because everyone's saying they didn't like the first Avenger. Yeah, we were, I, we, I was not a fan of the first Avenger. It was a great movie. Avenger. I did liked you, it. Did you like the first Avenger? I thought Avenger? it was an awesome setup for Cap. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger? I was not a fan. Oh, no, no. Not at all. Yeah, see. Really? Yeah. Not what the fan. hell? Yeah. I was not a fan. I think, again, you weren't very big it was fan. fine. It was fine. It yeah, it was fine. That's what it was. Just fine. Shut up. <laughs> it was just, it just like all the other Marvel movies, right? Just fine. Yeah, mind blowing, right? Like all just the other Marvel movies. It's just you know. Yeah. Watching him go from from skinny Steve to right muscle Steve. to muscle Steve. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say those effects were great, but <laughs> thanks, Bucky. I think that lent to the heart of Cap that he started out as the weakling and the Doctor being like, "I picked I you because you're day. weak." Oh, yeah, I mean, I, all right, maybe I gotta watch it again. I've seen it twice. I'll watch it again. Anyway, gents, it has been fun. Next week will be a, 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 thanks, a packed show. Uh, of information, um, uh, we know that we got to get out of here because uh, Gannon's got a long ride home. Don't just blame me. Um, so, but uh, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll get out of here next week. Uh, I think Aaron will be back. The cinnamon oh, scallop. Crap. Uh, yeah, Can we just I know. Get our shirt back. <laughs> Can we move it to Wednesday nights and not tell him? <laughs> uh, I'll let him know that we're moving the, the pod. Uh, so uh, we are out of here. We'll see you guys next week. I'm we'll Yamada said, "Skinny Steve." <laughs> And Muscle Steve equals All Might. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My Hero Academia reference. So for the incredibly offensive Todd... Uh, <laughs> that should be that. That should like, be his not... comic header. The incredibly offensive Todd. <laughs> how, do, how how do, how am I offensive if that's like the character's hey, name? First of all, you do know this is the 21st century, and we can't be talking. Like he's that. still he's Yo, still called up. that in the comic book. Woke up, brother. Woke yeah. up. <laughs> let me can I let me let me help you. If if Tanahisi Coates were here, he'd be disappointed in you. So Tanahisi Coates and uh, talked about really it on the Daily Show Todd, with um, Colin Trevor. Oh, okay. And you mean you mean oh, so you mean Trevor Noah? Trevor Noah, <laughs> Colin Trevor. Same thing. Same guy. And they both they both agreed that it was uh, incredibly racist to to name a character that, right. and um, especially a black character. And so and they but they talked at length about it for like five or ten minutes in the interview and how. Tanahisi Coates is not going to have that character in the new Black Panther in the comic book. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's it's still it's still in there. Well, I mean, it's well still, it won't stop. He's in the movie. It won't stop the incredibly offensive Todd from bringing it up. Uh, That's <laughs> not what, I mean, you guys, Bushmaster is not. A good name it's for a villain. Super woke. <laughs> That's the worst name for Actually, a villain the, since Man Ape. I thought it was a good name for a villain. Yeah, so do I. Well, I, sexual context. Hey, so who of beats? Bush. So who beats Bushmasters? Bushwhackers. All right. So that. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, that's that was my only point. That was what I was bringing up is that it's a terrible name for a villain, just like Manape. All right, there are a ton and of terrible. Racist, everybody changed that name. Fair the enough. Wizard is a bad name for a villain too. There's tons of bad names for characters in both Marvel and DC universes. Fair enough, I agree. All right, for the very tired punk rock superstar Ganon, my cinema soulmate. 
uh, and uh, the cinema Black scholar, uh, the, cine- the, the professor of cinema. He's going to be in the next he, uh, day. Uh, well, I don't know when's the next time he's going to show up, but uh, when he is here, it's always a pleasure. He is always well, the... Uh, every week. <laughs> I love how everybody in the chat saying goodnight to each other. Yeah, yeah. It's so cute. He is also like, uh, yeah. each other the man who is the Good father night. of the uh, Hawaii Film Good Critics night, Society. Everybody. Check him out at <laughs> HawaiiFilmCriticsSociety.org for all his reviews. Uh, and all of my reviews, and all of Format's reviews as well. And, of course, the gaming guru himself, Format in the house, and then last but certainly not least, the man who is the comic master. Bow down. Dr. Leaks. I, of course, am G-Money, so until next time, peace out. Much love, and most assuredly, always stay nerdy. Facebook will stick around with you guys for a few more minutes, and then we'll get out of here. So until next time, aloha. 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 Aloha.